You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. And the last thing I hear before he's like drops all of his shit and is, uh, you know, brought off to respawn elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, is like the voice of a 12 year old going, you're gay. number colon whenever you want to control witch hunts you have to just do it welcome back to twig Jesus. i'm proxy i'm sarah and i want to i want to start off with a question that i that kind of like hit me during work uh-huh. i was talking to one of our gaming friends uh shout out to roadie moo uh-huh. and she has a full face shield that she uses for work yep uh, just like to, you know, keep safe from all of the, the folks who are the conspiratorial folks who don't want to wear masks and want to spit all over you. Yeah, the, the people who let's make this clear, the people who think that protecting other people who aren't you is a political opinion. Yes. Continue. So and so I was like, well, why don't we just go all out? And like so I was starting to look up hazmat suits like the, the helmet for hazmat suits. I found one for. uh sandblasting yep that's like the full hood with the like plexiglass shielding in the front um and in that process i was like well i wonder would a motorcycle helmet work about the same probably and it's not airtight it's, it's not, not airtight, filtering but anything. It, if somebody coughed on your head it would protect you from their germs so then i started thinking like i found some respirators that had a full f- glass front face and in and amongst that, I found some paintball helmets. Oh. Uh, paintball helmets almost entirely useless just because they're so full of holes in the front. Right. But that led me to think, you know who else uses a full frontal mask? Tally Zora. Because her immune system is weak. Right. So what if we just start a movement of people wearing helmets and masks worn by video game characters and just turn it into an everyday cosplay? We're already at a really weird point. Why, why the, not? Why the fuck not? Why not have some more fun with it than we're already having? Yeah. That's why people make fun masks. Because exactly. we might as well live this up. Also, like, you can't tell me if you're walking around in the store and you see someone with Master Chief's helmet, you're not going, they're awesome. That's my boyfriend. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, who wouldn't walk up to that person and be like, hey, you know? Couldn't help but notice that. You know, you could have gotten away with a $2 face mask that's disposable from Walmart, but yeah. you chose for a $300 Spartan helmet. I fuck with that kind of energy. Yeah. I'm like, I, and you got so many options between like Star-Lord, Iron Man, if you want to go Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. Uh, you can go like Tally Zora. You could even like Sweet Tooth from Twisted Metal. There's an infinite. Scorpion. Infinite Sub-Zero. World. Predator. There you go. Those are pretty hot. Uh space helmets from from pretty much any sci-fi ever. Yeah. Uh, I already mentioned Tali Zora, Samus Aran. Yeah. There's so many options and they're all so hecking good and I don't understand why we're not in this world yet. So if you're listening to the podcast, get on that. Yeah. Let's let's start. I was initially looking up like Daft Punk helmets. Yeah. Because I was like how great not, would it be to just walk around like Daft Punk all day? Not the craziest idea. No. Um so that that was my Part of my day today was thinking on that. Also, let's just wear masks. Let's just do that. I'm like, I'm going to keep doing it. I was also starting to think like, you know, maybe I should have some fun and do my own conspiracy theories 
And I was like, what if this whole thing is a manufactured virus, but not by a government trying to start a war, but by some crazy time traveler who like things went horribly wrong with facial recognition technology in the future. And he goes, how do I get the entire human population to cover their faces so that this doesn't get out of hand in the age of AI? Do you think it's a coincidence that IBM stopped doing facial recognition technology at the beginning of this year? And now here we are. Yeah. Just saying. Sometimes. I have no evidence, which means neither do you. Therefore, I am correct. Yes. I think sometimes things happen for a reason. There are a lot of movies that would have come out this year that probably would have been really bad. Mm -hmm. They didn't. Yep. This is like a horrible (laughs) thing that's happening. We have to find a silver lining somewhere. Yes. Notice how many people... Like in, in my bubble alone who are like, I was about to have a mental breakdown from work and school and now everything is just stopped and I have time to heal without having to take time off and like not get paid. Sometimes, I can now get paid to work from anywhere some, and it's great. Yeah. Sometimes things happen for a reason. Like a couple weeks ago, my mom came over to drop off some some food that they don't eat that, at the house, but that me and Milo will eat. And I was like checking my email every now and then because that's my my job. And I was like, sorry, I'm I'm still on the clock. Like, we're fine, but I am still on the clock. So if something comes in, I'm going to answer it. But I didn't have to be like. At work (laughs) physically. It's been great. Yeah. Uh, But anyway, from there, why don't you uh, how's Animal Crossing? (laughs) <laughs> I mean, what did you play this week? But yeah. also, how's Animal Crossing? <laughs> right. Uh, so I moved the Switch into the living room to play on the big TV because I had the, had it in my room and then I would play on like handheld mode. And that just kind of sucks because the Switch's battery life is terrible. Um, so I put it on the big TV so that Milo can watch me play because he likes to do that. And it really made it way more fun. Like play, seeing things, groundbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um. I enjoy it on the TV. I am still in in the effort of getting an entire rainbow of flowers and getting all of the worst, hardest flowers to fucking grow with algorithms and math and genetics that you shouldn't. It shouldn't be this difficult, Nintendo. Um, In the interest of doing that, I have redone my entire gardening system and flower system. And now we just have to wait and hope that it works. And if it doesn't work, I'm going to cry. But it's really fun. I mean, I still play every single day. If I don't, I I haven't skipped a single day since March 20th. Even if I'm having a bad day and I don't really feel like playing, I still at least do a little bit to get my fossils and talk to every single person I have at the very least. Also, I did put, I had a moon. You, You mentioned I have three wolves now. I need to put a moon. I put a moon. Oh. I have a, a third tier cliff. And I want to turn that area into a little cafe area. But there was a little tiny slab of platform that I couldn't really do anything else with because there's not enough room. So I put the moon there and it just spins and it looks really cool. And I'm very happy about that. And it's got like this rocket that just kind of is like forever launching. Oh, it spins like maybe four feet off the ground. That's cool. And I'm like, what is God? It's freaking me out because it's like. The full jets are going, and I feel like it's wasting fuel, but I know it's not. It's logically, digital. Yeah, logically, it's not. I right. still, um, if I, <laughs> in my house, I tend to turn the lights off if I'm not going into a room. Like, in my bathroom, 
my library room and my kitchen. Most of the time I keep the lights off because like I don't go in there. Those are just the rooms that exist because I like them. But yep. my living room, which is the room you first walk into. Like and in my, air quotes. And in my bedroom that I go into a lot, the lights are on because I go in there a lot. I don't know why. It's not like it's wasting electricity. I don't have to pay anybody for that. I'm on an island, but I do it. <laughs> Stupid. You got to build a solar farm somewhere on the island so it all makes sense. <laughs> I think there are solar panels. And there's a, everybody has a different um, windmill color. So in theory, you could create a really efficient, environmentally friendly uh, power system, quote unquote. I'm into it. Yeah. I wanted to, what did I want to play this week? I don't remember. There was something that I really wanted to play. I don't know. I've been... I watched Hamilton and it, <laughs> <laughs> I watched Hamilton once and now I can't stop. Uh, I started watching upload. What a show that is. What is that? That is like, uh, without, I've only seen the first episode, so oh. there's really not much I can like spoil anyway. Great. But it's basically like this world in the future where instead of like getting mom and dad, a retirement plan so that they can go off to such and such nursing home, uh, they can have their heads scanned and move their entire consciousness into a computer system, very Soma-like, mm-hmm. and live forever. Fun. Uh, so it's it's very, you can just get uploaded instead of dying. Is it a like an anime or like a real people it's a, show? It's a live action show. Interesting. What's it on? It's on Amazon Prime. Uh, first episode, very good. Hmm. Very good. It sounds um, interesting. There's like campaign posters on the wall. I was trying to figure out about like what time frame we're existing in yeah and it looks like there's a campaign poster for 2024 so not that far yeah. in the future they've been saying for um like 20 years that by 2040 that'll happen and i have a couple friends who are way smarter than any of us put together who are like yeah that seems right i mean there's a company out in california that's already like scanning the human brain slicing it up and yep. it's 100 fatal but they're getting the scans in they just don't I mean, know what yeah. to do with them yet yeah, that's so like when the data's you, there. They're just like, <laughs> when you, now what? When you don't donate your body to science, it's either going to get stripped down for parts for medical students or sent off to do shit like that. And oh. I, I, you know what? I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm fine with it. Yeah. yeah. I want I want you to take every single part of me that can be used. And help, use it. Give my organs to people and then use the rest to teach the people. The problem is with this company that they have to like basically just hang around the, the hospital because... They have like a few minutes after death, the brain starts decaying. Yeah. And they don't have a lot of time. I think the closest they've got is four hours after death. They were able to get the scan done. And they're like, we need someone who is like completely willing to be like, I'm going to die. Yeah. So do this while I'm still alive. And the process will kill them. Yeah. But at least then the brain is fresh. Yeah. So I think if more people were willing to do that. As long as they're actively dying. Like, if you're like, oh, I have hours to live, uh, I guess let's just get on with it. Or if you're already, like, an organ donor. If everybody was an organ donor, we'd be fine. But that's a whole... That's a whole other bag of worms. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, if you recall when we were playing Soma, they got into that whole thing of, like, you copy the consciousness of a person, and the original is still there. Yeah. You just now have a copy. Uh, and... You had the people that believed that they needed to off themselves in the 
scanning chair once the upload was complete in order for it to maintain continuity. Right. And what I think is interesting is the scanning process for upload. Uh, if you don't want to know the scanning process, it's not like it's a huge thing. It hasn't played into the plot yet. It just intrigued me. But if you want to not hear that, skip ahead about a minute. Um, but the scanning process, he's like sitting in the chair and the guy who comes in is like, I'm your scanning technician. Um, and he wheels this big like bucket of ice in front of the guy. That's like the thing looks like one of those things you used to tear out the garbage at the store. Yeah. And uh, he's like, what's what's that for? And he was like, oh, that's for cleanup. And so he's got this device like above his head as he's like sitting in the chair strapped in and it, he's like, all right, the scan will prog- uh, begin in three. And he was you have like a spot on the wall you have to look so your head's aligned right. And it like vaporizes your entire head down to the neck. Oh, fuck. Yeah. It's just like and gone. And then the body collapses forward into the ice and they just freeze it. Problem solved, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like. They've taken care of the what happened to the original. And now you could I don't know if it's going to get into the is it really you question or not. Because you know what? Doesn't matter. I kind of maintain that during Soma, too. If if I was cloned, me, a human body, if there was another version of me, that's not second me. That's just like the other one. You it know? is like, but as soon as you start having separate experiences, you become two different people. Right. You two branches of the same limb. Yeah. If you will. I wouldn't struggle quite so much with like the, oh my God, I'm not actually me. Like what's his nuts uh, from Soma. Yeah. Day. I would just be like, oh, cool. There was like an old me and now I'm this. And since uh, I have my own memories and the old memories, I guess it's fine. I just, I don't know. It's just really funny how he struggled with it so much. Yeah. And for me, it was just very easy to be like, meh. Pretty much. <laughs> it's, it's weird the way that the, the human mind works. And I can't say for certain that I would be, I would not freak out unless it actually happened. Right. I, mean, I don't I think don't, I would. You don't I think know, I, like mentally I feel like, okay. Yeah. I could accept this, but. Weirder things have happened. Mm. So <laughs> anyway, so that's my. My side jazz on that. Uh, anything else that you did? You remember what it was you wanted to play this week? No. <laughs> Damn. Was it the Outer Worlds? No, I think I burnt myself out a little bit. Oh, no. But we have news on that later. So. Oh, good. That's exciting. Um, myself. I. I'm still playing mobile games. Yeah, not shocked. the same ones. Yeah. Um, surprise, surprise, Mobile Legends is still on my phone, but I haven't played it in a while. <laughs> I just haven't been in the mood for that League of Legends style gameplay. Yeah. Um, I now have, I'm leaving on my phone. I went and did a whole bunch of stuff, moving things around within my phone's memory so right. that I could free up space and make sure I had enough room for things to breathe. Cause normally I uninstall these apps because they're large and they take up a lot of space. Yeah. But when you can move them into a 128 gigabyte SD card. Yeah. You stop caring as much. So I'm just going to leave Pokemon Go, Ingress Prime, and DX2, Devil uh, Devil Downloader from Shin Megami Tensei, on my phone. And as of about 20 minutes before the podcast, Animal Crossing Pocket Camp. Yeah. So those are going to be the ones that just stay on my phone. And my problem, I think, has been that I try getting into things like Pokemon Go being like, this is going to be like my mainstay. And I'm just going to go hardcore Pokemon Go. 
nobody goes hardcore Pokemon Go. It's no. one of those things you pick up casually when you're in a new area and you're like, oh, yeah, I play Pokemon yeah. Go. Yeah, or you like you happen to be walking around and you're like, it'd be really fun to play Pokemon right now. Yeah. So that's that's my goal with those. Nothing really big has happened in them. I've made some tweaks here and there. Yeah. But other than that, eh, that's that's my story of mobile games. <laughs> um, the Dauntless event has ended. Oh, the world event. And we got a really, really cool arrival emote for when we go onto the island. For those who participated, uh, where like a rift portal opens up and you just walk out of it. Oh, fuck. Yeah, it's incredible that's really cool um we've gotten so efficient at hunting and so regular with it now that the hunt pass the elite hunt pass that i bought Mm -hmm. they don't like catch you at level 50 and i'm always like concerned that maybe i'm not going to make it up to level 50 and not get my money's worth out of it i'm probably (laughs) like the equivalent of level 75 right now on my hunt pass and they just keep giving me vault tokens to use which is for like cosmetics that they released seasons ago yeah so yeah, it's, I mean, it's not cool. bad. Yeah. Um, nothing as of yet. As of today, the 24th of July, uh, nothing major seems to have happened. We had a big thing going on, like I mentioned last week, about how th- it specifically said save the people of Ramsgate, not save Ramsgate. Right. That seems so very- part of a, the, our group, uh, when we loaded in the other day, we were like, I'm a little surprised that we weren't treated to like a cinematic of something horrible happening and everyone escaping. And yeah. Like we just are now in a new place wherever we were going to be. Yeah. So shrug. But that's a little that could still be a thing that happens. Yeah. Just not yet. So we'll see. I'll I'll keep you all posted as the weeks go on. Outside of that. I've been playing a lot of plunder on modern warfare. Cause I, you're trash now. Cause I'm trash now. I had, what day was it? I think it was <clears throat> yesterday. Um, I had a stressful morning between just work and life and everything else. Yeah. So my lunch break, I was like, I'm taking out some steam. So I dropped into a game of plunder and just demolished for a while. And I was <laughs> like, wow, when did I get good at this? <laughs> <laughs> when you are angry. Yeah, that's when I'm angry secret. and I don't stop moving. Yeah, that's, that's why all the 12-year-olds are good at it because they're angry all the time. Oh, my God. We cracked the code. <laughs> There's a guy. I was playing after work for a little bit um, with Al, and he – I have it set so, like, I can't hear other people. Right. Well, and I'm pretty sure they can't hit hear me because it's just set up to be, like, team comms. And we were in an area where someone was sniping from a really high up tower. They got Al and Al was like, yeah, someone got me from the top of that tower. And I was like, oh, the top of this tower, I'm going in. So I started the ground floor and I went upstairs for I shit you not like five minutes. I'm just like up, up, <laughs> up, up, up. And I'm moving slow because I don't want my footsteps, which are apparently as loud as the Dickens, to uh, ra- make any noise that I'm coming. Yeah. And so I get to the top of the stairs and I see him peeking over the balcony, this guy who's been sniping folks. And I'm like, this is a really good spot, though. Yeah. But so I took my time, line up the crosshairs with his head, pop, pop, pop. And the last thing I hear before he's like drops all of his shit and is, uh, you know, brought off to respawn elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, is like the voice of a 12 year old going, you're gay. <laughs> I'm like, ouch, my feels like. <laughs> but also, thank you. They, they it was really, so funny. I was like, I just got called gay by a 12 year old. My the, life. The, the days. Oh, Milo sent me something really funny the other night because he's been playing a lot of Dead by Daylight. Yeah. Whatever that one is. Yeah, that's. Um, I think that's like the, the hide and seek with uh, the killers there. 
he said, bro, I thought the Overwatch player base was bad. People get absolutely heated over Dead by Daylight. And I was like, it's worse than Overwatch? And he was like, way worse. Like, there's this kid. He, We assume it's a kid. Probably. An, an adult wouldn't behave this way. We hope. Um, Who just kept sending him uh, message requests or friend requests. Like, a hundred of them. Over and over and over and over and over again insane like for days over a match insane and then there was another guy who just kept sending him like message after message after message i don't know what they said but milo would like open them and read them and then leave so the guy would have to request to send him a message again and i was like psychological warfare imagine getting that mad about a video game i that your your player base is worse than overwatch i can't it's a crazy. Uh, though, to be fair, I assume if I left the comms open on oh, Modern Warfare, it bad. would probably be very toxic. I watched a review, uh, Girlfriend Reviews, mm-hmm. did Modern Warfare. And she's, like, talking about how her boyfriend was really into the, like, Modern Warfare 3 Black Ops scene. And he used to play very hardcore competitively. Yeah. And then he stopped because he had a fucking problem. And then she was like, hey, but maybe do it for the channel. And... <laughs> The way she describes him, like, coming back to his killer instincts is insane. Oh, no. She's like, oh, it'll be okay. She's like, I thought he might have been worried that, like, he'd pop into the game and be, like, a noob all over again. And people would be like, oh, who's this noob? And he's like, I'm no noob. I'm the one they send in to kill the noobs. (laughs) And she's like, hearing the things, the profanity that people would yell into their mics was insane. She's like, honestly, it's kind of endearing that, like, for the most part, it feels like it's all in good fun. But that people just sit there and scream. Yeah. I, it's so funny. When I was like, what, 15, 16, I would play uh, Left 4 Dead online with, with my brother's account. So you couldn't oh, tell at all. You couldn't tell at all that I was a Aggressive voting girl. off the team. Yeah. You couldn't tell at all that I was a girl until I spoke. And even then, I, I've always had a weirdly deep voice. So sometimes I confuse people. And the the things people would say it would hurt my feelings if somebody if i was playing tell online, me you at least once heard get back in the kitchen and make me a sandwich oh so many times so original so many times and um <laughs> if somebody if i was playing an online game now and somebody was just like hey you fucking bitch you suck at this game i would start laughing that's so funny yeah the way that you end up handling it now is like oh that's right it doesn't mean shit. It's a it game. To, it used to hurt my feelings. But there was a was I've told this story before, probably on the show. But there was a one one time when I was playing versus in Left 4 Dead, which is where you switch off playing the zombies versus the the players. Yeah. And I you you got randomly reassigned to be the tank. And I'm a very bad tank because the controls are very specific and it's hard. And I hadn't I'd only done it one time before. So I wasn't really sure what I was doing. And I, I got assigned the tank so I said, I'm really sorry. I'm a bad tank. I'll do my best. All of the other people on my team were fine, except this one guy who tried to vote me off. Nobody was, everybody was like, no, fuck that. That's stupid. I was really bad. I died in like two minutes. And then this guy was like harassing me and then tried repeatedly to vote me off. And everyone would, you, because everybody can vote to boot you or not boot you. And nobody voted to boot me. And then we all agreed to vote to boot him out. And it was just wordlessly. We all agreed to do this 
wordlessly without saying anything. It just happened. And it was beautiful. Like, fuck that guy. It's it hurt my feelings. These are so the kids bad. that growing up when playing dodgeball, they would get hit trying to be a hero that they're not. Yeah. End up in the, the enemy jail and then be screaming at their teammates because they're doing a shitty job. It's like the, they're still playing. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so I played some Modern Warfare. I've been doing good at that. I got a new new gun called the Fennec, which Proxy Fox Fennec. Sounded yeah. like I was like, all right, I'm just going to use this gun until I get crazy skins for it and just be that guy. Hell yeah. Brand. But it's been a good time. It's been fun. Uh, I did get myself into not really trouble, but now in Dauntless, I have a female avatar mm-hmm. because Hitbox. Um, oh, that's fun. But also... I don't, I don't actually know if the hitbox means shit in Dauntless if they bothered with between male and female. But a lot of games, the hitbox is smaller on a female because of the, you know, body right. type. So, but I like the costuming a little bit better. It makes it a little easier to use. And I don't always have to look like I'm trying to be Fortnite bro. Yeah. So I stood in the middle of Ramsgate and because I got booted from the server or the, uh, group we were in so i had to wait for everyone to get back from their hunt so i'm like what do i what do i even do and uh so i typed in okay gazoogle <laughs> i'm trying not to trigger it and uh <laughs> what where is, what are you looking at um, it's the orange one it's over next to the printer it's almost pinkish by the lampshade Oh, I can't see over at the. OK, anyway. Oh, anyway. And uh, so I, I typed that and, I, and then I typed uh, play Despacito and then I started dancing <laughs> and <laughs> um, somebody said something like. I don't even remember what it was. I remember it being negative mm. and I was like, I don't care. I'm busy dancing. And and then so I typed in the chat, uh, the global chat, somebody come geeter. <laughs> <laughs> and I kept dancing. And I got like three friend requests from randos. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, female avatar problems. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Go. If you need a pick me up. Anybody in the whole world. Go play a free MMO. Where I can recommend a few where you can make your character very sexy with big boobies and a big butt. And just just go walk around and say. I'm new to the game. Can anybody help me? Oh my god! And then, ju- I don't rec- just watch I don't, the support come rolling in. I don't ever recommend catfishing people or pretending to be a gender that you're not because I think that that kind of borders on a really weird place. Of like, are you making fun of gender nonconforming people? Anyway, but I think if you need to pick me up and you really want some free in-game items, big titties is the way to go. <laughs> Usually. Um, trying to think if there was anything else of note. Oh, so during the week I decided to myself because, you know, over the weekend when I had my whole spiel with my 3DS, now I'm replacing the battery. Right. And I thought maybe I should replace the battery in the PSP. But then again, it hasn't been plugged in forever. Maybe the battery life isn't as bad as I think it is. So I opened the back of it because it's real easy to get to the battery on the PSP. Yeah. It's a PSP 1001 older model. Um, hefty boy and so i pull the battery out and it's an actual hard case battery it's not like the soft squishy um lipo battery that was in the ds 
So I'm like, it's not deformed or anything. So that's not a problem. So I plug it in, let it charge up. And then, then a whole slew of shit ensues because now I need to upgrade the firmware. Uh, so I go to connect it to the internet, but I can't connect it to my network because it doesn't understand WPA2 encryption. It needs to be WPA <laughs> it doesn't PSK. Underst- it doesn't understand the internet of the future. Right. So I'm like, how do I, how do I update you now? And I'm trying to be as crafty as I can about it. So needless to say, I made some changes to my Wi-Fi network. Yeah. Um, so that the PSP would be able to get on it and then update itself to like 6.1 or 6.6.1 or whatever version PSP is on right now. Yeah. Then I was able to go into the broken as shit PS store, <laughs> which doesn't load anything. I have to go into my downloads and then see the things that I've purchased and from there, scroll through to find the things that I can play on my PSP, which yeah. is any PS1 classic games and any PSP specific titles. Which so is I was amazing. able to re-download uh, Monster Hunter Freedom Unite and Persona 3 Portable. Yep. So I started playing Persona 3 Portable again, and I've been reminded about how much I love Shin Megami Tensei games. Hell yeah. So I've been playing that. It's fun. It's voiced. It's so good oh. on the PSP. Is that that is a PSP game? Yes. That's impressive. Mm-hmm. That it's like voiced and totally normal. Yeah, it actually has things that Persona Three FES for the PS2 didn't have. Um, I think Persona Three FES it had two different. It was like the question and the answer story paths, I believe. I don't. I hate to say it. I don't know the difference between the two because I didn't get into the PS2 Persona that much. How dare you? Um, I wanted to. I think I only started playing the question because it was like classic Persona 3. Yeah. So I was doing that. And apparently this one has a you can pick a male or female protagonist. And it's not just a matter of whether your avatar is male or female. The female avatar is specifically designed for players who are not new to the Persona 3 universe who want a different perspective on the game. Huh. So the female avatar, ha- who has no name, she just is character, I guess. Uh, but you can play her, and I haven't done that yet. But I also realized I want to pick up Persona Q2, because that's... It just looks good. It's a combination of characters from Persona 3, 4, and 5. Oh. You know, the three that I have dabbled in. Right. I've played a lot more 5 than any either of the other two, but I own 3 and 4 and 5. Yeah. So my brother occasionally will message me about, well, he, when he was playing five actively be like, what should I choose? Dude, I watched like 40 hours of gameplay and I don't remember a damn thing. I don't know. (laughs) I, uh, I also started taking video game notes in my IOI notebook that I got from GameStop super cheap. Hell yeah. And I also decided that because we, uh, Annabelle had ordered a bunch from wish and I ordered a bunch from wish of these like, um, stickers of sexy ladies. <laughs> so I started just like putting sexy ladies on every page. I love that. It's like a little, when you read a, a character's journal in a game. Yeah. And they have, and they like, have stickers in yeah. there. I was thinking about that. Wish I had the guts for that, but so I I'm have, just like, I'll put them in there first and then write around them. I have, com- um, commitment problems with stickers and people. Mm-hmm. I keep putting stickers on things that I end up pay- taking them off of later. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? They're just always going to be in here. This you, one notebook that I use for video games. And you can't change it. I started making it my almanac Hell in yeah. lieu of, you know, 
Anorak's Almanac from Ready Player One since it's a Ready Player One themed book. Hell yeah. So like I'm putting my notes in there about like um, strategies and whatnot for Valorant and my build outs for my weapons builds that Rody makes in Dauntless because I'm trash at weapon uh, at making <clears throat> weapons builds. But anyway, all that aside, that's what I've been playing this week. What a time has it been? What a time it has been. Did you get glitter everywhere? No, I, the ornament thing, the top is like about to fall out and I can't get it back in. So it's just going to oh, go over there. I think so Annabelle it popped fall. it off, which is why there's glitter everywhere now. Yeah, I'm. it's everywhere. You're a stripper now. It's on my hand. Um, but anyway, so let me tell you about some games that are coming at you in the coming week. Uh, games releasing next week on Tuesday, July 28th. Destroy All Humans for PS4, Xbox One, Stadia, and PC. Grounded for Xbox One and PC. Other Side. That's spelled weird. Other side, like suicide spelling. Yeah. Or homicide. O-T-H-E-R-C-I-D-E. One word. For PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Pistol Whip for PSVR and anyone who says shenanigans. Skater XL for PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC. And on Friday, July 31st, Monster Crown for PC. Your epic free games starting Thursday, July 23rd and running until Thursday, July 30th. You can get Next Up Hero and Tacoma. I picked up both of those. I'm very excited. Great. Uh, and Thursday, July 30th through Thursday, August 6th, unless they change something, because um, that seems to be a thing with them lately. Yeah. You can get 2000XX, which is a Mega Man spiritual successor. I'm not entirely sure what it's. I mean, neither. <laughs> it's Mega Man-esque. Yeah. Um, Barony and Super Brothers, swords, sword and sorcery. It's one sword. Super Brothers, Sword and Sorcery. Multiple brothers. I bet one, one of them sword. is named Sword and one of them is named Sorcery. Those are the brothers. Those would be very sick names. Hi, my name's Sword. And this is my brother, Sorcery. <laughs> Somebody had nerds for parents. Uh, and on that note, we'll take a brief break and we'll be right back at you with some video game news. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. If you are the fattest person in the challenging situation, you are in the wrong challenging situation. What the fuck? Thank you, Inspirobot. <laughs> I would like to say, though, amendment to that, unless you're in sumo. Yeah. If you're in sumo, you might actually be in the correct challenging situation. Yeah, you might actually be in the best possible situation for yourself. So, speaking of sumo, <laughs> I, uh, I started reading this book called Sumo Size Me. It's furry. And oh Christ! Oh, dinosaur scaly. Oh, okay. Shrug, but it's about a dinosaur who was on a wrestling team who, like, they scrapped the wrestling team when he went to get his um, scholarship for wrestling. Yeah. So he got put on the sumo team so that he didn't lose the scholarship. Mm-hmm. And now he has to bulk up and do sumo in a pet. Like, there's a lot of like details. I'm curious if the author has done sumo. Because it's written from a sort of perspective that there are details that I'd never thought of. Yeah. About the way that like the stance is um, the way they go about doing the stance and exactly how that affects the muscles of the inner thighs. And like it's kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, I don't think it's smut. It's just, it's interesting. It, we'll see where it goes. As, I Okay. Mom, if you're listening, please <laughs> skip ahead. Uh, I have a horrible feeling this might turn into a feeder book. That's what I'm curious about. Because when um, you said but I found the book because I actually ran into the author on Twitter and I was like, oh, you write books? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, oh, what do you write? <laughs> and it's not like they don't do a lot of stuff in the furry realm. So shrug. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, that's a really Either way cool, so far. Really good. That's a really cool um, idea. I think that like su- sumo is is a, a creative way to say like oh i didn't get my my sports scholarship it's always like oh i came here for football but i'm passionate about baseball Mm. sumo not really one of those things yeah and you can tell right off the bat and i'm i'm wondering how it's gonna go with the nice throw (laughs) with the main character and i'm hoping we'll see a character arc happening because he's very judgmental because Mm -hmm. to be on the wrestling team he would keep himself down to like a low bmi very lean very like so he'd be within a certain weight class yeah and but also still very strong and he's like going into sumo which is like these guys that just look like they do nothing but eat cheetos all day yeah and he keeps referring to them as the fatties and so he's one of those types but i'm hoping that we see a change in his character as he comes to get to know these guys because he's starting to find that he's having trouble doing some of the things that they're doing both because of his his lack of size and also like the muscle groups that are worked in sumo right. compared to in regular wrestling completely off fucking topic, but yeah. thank you for listening to our rant. We'll now get into some game news. So for posterity, this is this week in gaming episode 170. Holy shit. We've made it this far. Yeah. Friday, July 24th is the date of recording. It will hit your earballs Saturday, July 25th. Sarah, why don't you bring us into uh, our first bit of news here? Sure. Uh, there was a Nintendo Direct on Monday. I missed it because I was super biz. Um, so I haven't watched it because I don't. I wa- I saw what it was about and I was like, oh, I don't really care about any of that. Um, there were some details on Shin Megami Tensei Five, WWE 2K Battlegrounds. Um, it's like a WWE Battle Royale because that's what it sounds like. I don't know. Is it just PUBG, but with, like, beefy <laughs> wrestlers? Um, Cadence of Hyrule, Crypto the Nec- Necrodancer featuring The Legend of Zelda. I don't know if this is, like, a new game or an update or something. I don't know what's up with that. And Rogue Company. So. Also announced during that Nintendo Direct. I believe it was during that Nintendo Direct. I found out secondhand that they are bringing Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne for originally released on the PS2. I have. It's one of the few Shin Megami Tensei games I have for the older systems. That's being remastered and put on the Switch. Yes. Shin Megami Tensei 4, which was a 3DS game, also being remastered and put on the Switch. Yes. I think that was in the direct, but I am dumb. And to to be fair, Shin Megami Tensei 5 is the one that everyone's like all hype about. Right. I've heard mixed reviews on SMT4 for the 3DS, and it's weird the way that they work with their, like, they have... A whole bunch of different series. Oh. And like Shin Megami Tensei, from my understanding, and someone please correct me if I don't understand the company properly, but Shin Megami Tensei is the company. But they also make their games that are the numerical Shin Megami Tensei series. SMT3, SMT4, SMT5. Then they run the Persona series. Personas 1, 2, 3, 4, and 5. 
Uh, they run the Digital Devil Saga series, one and two, the Devil Survivor, Devil Downloader. They have a lot, like a bunch of different series that are all produced under Shin Megami Tensei, but it seems like they've got these like mainline spine of games that is Shin Megami Tensei followed by a number. Yeah. And it, maybe a subtitle. Yeah, that's what it looks like. And it's um, very confusing because I am very stupid. My brain is smooth. That's a mood. My brain is smooth. And I, I don't know how to use it anymore. So I don't have um, thoughts. Perfect. <laughs> uh, other than Nintendo, though, Xbox has had a live event. <laughs> There's so much Xbox related shit. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's fine. Um, so Xbox Live may become a free service in the future. Microsoft has stopped offering one-year subscriptions to Xbox Live, offering only one- and three-month tiers. Speculation is that Xbox Live could be free when the Xbox Series X launches later this year. Honestly, would not be a bad idea for them to do that. No, because that's just... That's what PlayStation did with the PS3. Xbox Live only, its only purpose is to... Play with your friends. Play with other people online and occasionally get a couple free games a month. Then some of them are not great. And some of most of them you probably won't like. So is it really the end of the world if you make that free, but you still have to pay for Game Pass for the console and for PC? I don't think so. I don't so. think so. And I'm hoping that if that's the case, that PlayStation follows suit. Because it would be really nice to be able to play with friends for free. Yeah. There's a there's so many games where I'm like, oh, I wonder if I can play that. And I look and I can't. It's not even an online game, but I can't play it because I'm not going to pay for plus. Like we were talking about Destiny because obviously Milo loves Destiny. It's like his life. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I really want to play one because one is very good. And I know that Destiny is, two is terrible. Um, I still want to play it. But it, like, I don't. It's better since the since Bungie left. Yeah. They're still making some but, really wacko business decisions, though. But anyway, that's a whole other can of worms. But I really want to play Destiny 1. And I had to search through so many forum posts to figure out if I can play it without Plus or not. Because I didn't want to install it just to find out that I can't. Right. And, like, not be able to do anything else while it's installing because it sucks up the internet. Yep. I'm still not sure, actually, now that I think about it. <laughs> no one was definitive. Oh, boy. But that shouldn't be the case. Everybody stop it. Also, side note, Mixer officially no longer exists as of July 22nd. Yep. So everybody moved on to Twitch or YouTube or I have Facebook. to assume that uh, Ninja will probably just move to YouTube. I feel like um, it probably didn't seem like it to anybody at the time. But moving very suddenly from Twitch to Mixer kind of felt like burning a bridge very publicly. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't surprise me if he just went, I'm going to go over here now and not participate in any of that business. Yeah, not having to get all the people that are like, oh, welcome back, traitor. Yeah, because that would be a thing. Uh, in more Xbox news, the Xbox July event took place Thursday, the 23rd. Uh, there was some Halo Infinite news. I'm told a lot of people are rather underwhelmed. Yeah, I guess the only thing that I know is that it was like, here's some stuff and we uh, want Halo Infinite to be um, playable forever. And not just like until the next game comes I out. I was told it looked like if you took Master Chief and put him in a Call of Duty game. <laughs> um, 
that was, I haven't gotten a chance to check it out myself yet. I really should. I did remember to check out the trailer for Far Cry 6. Oh my God. And I left a comment on the video and all I said was, wow, Tropico has come so far. (laughs) Because that's all it made me think of. Wasn't it such a good trailer though? It was all right. I was like hyped (laughs) the whole time. I'm slowly, as the games go on, less and less impressed by the psychotic madman they've got going for whatever Far Cry game they're playing. Far Cry 3 with Crazy Mohawk, bro. Oh, man. Um, Pretty damn good. Yes. Plus boobies. Uh, Far Cry 4, probably my favorite with that intro with Pagan Ming. I'm not familiar with 4 at all. I'm a little familiar with 5. I thought five was great because like I watched five to me and only from what I've seen of it. Right. Feels like, um, outlast, but I haven't seen a lot of the game. I haven't played it myself. So there's a lot of, um, religious craziness. I watched Morgan play a considerable amount of five. And then a lot of my friends are really into it. So they're always posting. Like I noticed this really crazy thing about what's his nuts. And it 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 gets it's a lot deeper than just like a crazy religious man wreaking some havoc. So it's like I I get it and it's very good. So I'm really excited for six because I think that crazed, power hungry, dictator, <laughs> political leadership is a very hot topic right now. I mean, play Far Cry Four. I should. I don't know if I have it, but I should. You should. <laughs> um, I just really liked Pagan Ming. Just watching the intro bit of the game where he's telling someone, like, going into better details about how to scream for help. Oh. It's something else. Yeah, for a while, I confused the Just Cause series with Far Cry, the Far Cry series, mm. un- until 5. Yeah. And then I figured out, oh, it's like a story. It's like an actually good story. Yes. So I haven't, I didn't pay attention before <laughs> any of that. Um, in other Xbox news, though, a new Fable game was announced from Playground Games. Oh, not, yeah. Not Lionhead Studios. No. What happened to Peter Molyneux and his overpromising ways? <laughs> I don't know, but I'm excited. Um, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Uh, see the development journey on Ninja Theory's YouTube channel. Which I'm into that. Cool. Yeah. Uh, Avowed, the first person fantasy game from Obsidian. Uh, one of my coworkers nearly got into a fisticuffs with me because... He was like, I mean, they already did Fallout better than Bethesda. Why not also do Skyrim better? And I went, let's not talk about Fallout New Vegas, the worst Fallout game in the series. I would wager. (laughs) And he was like, no, I meant Outer Worlds. Worlds." Honestly, I'm not going to disagree. I I have no doubt that Outer Worlds was incredible. Okay, Fallout 3 is my favorite game of all time, but... I would love if someone did a supercut of all the times that I say such and such is my favorite game of all time. Anyway, that would be so many hours. <laughs> Fallout 3 is amazing. Fallout 4 is amazing. But Outer Worlds hits different. Because it it advertised as a as a game that is about fighting the man and capitalism and rebelling against the system, and that's exactly what you do in the game. Where Fallout it is delivered like, on what it promised. Fallout under Bethesda is like Oh, fuck capitalism. The capitalism got us into this. And then it's like, don't you want to buy capitalism? Here's a dog. Don't you want to buy 
this canvas tote bag that's made of tarp. Oh my God. It no. just, they missed the point so much. Anyway, so I fucking, I trust them to do like, I think it's like not medieval, but medieval fantasy type, like Elder Scrolls esque. I trust it. There's a really brief trailer on some website that looks really fucking cool. So I'm excited. Beyond that, uh, Forza Motorsport, State of Decay 3, Crossfire X, Warhammer 40K, Dark Tide 2021, Fantasy Star Online 2, which is already on PC. Whoa. Trash. Oh. <laughs> no doubt that the game is good. I'm going to explain to you. Trash? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to explain to you really quickly once we get through this list. I'll go back and touch on Fantasy Star Online 2 real okay. quick. Um, because Fantasy Star Online for the GameCube got such great reviews. There's a dedicated community that still runs online servers for that game. Wow. To this day. Um, so fantasy star has such a dedicated following. Yep. But I'll tell you why I, I didn't like it. Okay. Uh, medium, the gunk Tetris effect connected holiday, 2020 stalker Two, destiny Two, hitting game pass series X, Xbox one and mobile includes all DL past DLC Psychonauts 2, Ask Ask Dusk Falls, or is it supposed to be As Dusk Falls? Oh, it's I'm probably As it's Dusk ad- Falls. Ad- I can never be sure with the games that come out these days. Yeah. Uh, Grounded by Obsidian. Um, Tell Me Why by uh, Tell Me Why Everwild, Ballin Wonderworld, Hello Neighbor 2, Echo Generation, Watch Dogs Legion, and Exo Mecha. Now let's loop back around to Fantasy Star Online 2. Let's. Um, Matt was the first person I ever met that was like, Fantasy Star is an amazing game and you need to play it. And he <laughs> sat me down with the GameCube. Oh my God. And it felt like, have you read or seen any of the Dot .hack series? No. Well, that's about what it felt like to me. I was a huge fan of the Dot .hack Legend of Twilight manga, as well as Dot .hack Sign, the animated series. Those were like my two big tie-ins with the dot hack universe. And the whole thing was just this, you know, MMO. Everything kind of played out like a JRPG, but in an MMO universe. Yeah. And Fantasy Star just kind of it had a cyberpunk sort of aesthetic to it, with mixed with some fantasy elements, mixed with like a a game you played locally, but it was also felt like an MMORPG. There was a lot of really good to it. And then Annabelle also had Fantasy Star Online, chapters one and two for the GameCube. Mm-hmm. And we played that together for a little while. And But it seems like the people who who have played it adore it. Yeah. So then when we met Mr. Zanke and, and he was telling me about this community that still does Fantasy Star Online. You can download for PC and it plays like Fantasy Star Online, the original. They copied a lot of the source code, modified it because, you know, GameCube. Yeah. And made it run online. And he was, he lost his mind as soon as <laughs> Fantasy Star Online 2 came out. I think he's been on Fantasy Star Online 2 a lot as of late. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get into it to see what it was about, see if maybe it was something I could get into. So I go to their website, figuring Fantasy Star Online 2, they're going to have a website. It's probably going to be its own client. I'm going to have to download it. Worst case, it's probably in one of the other clients I'm already running, whether that's Epic or Steam or something. Yeah. It's not even its own client. Well, it it is, but it's not. You oh. can't download the client directly from their website. You have to do it through the Microsoft Store, which, A, takes forever. 
Yes. B, I got done letting it take forever, went to launch the game and it went, this doesn't exist. Oh, And I was like, are you kidding me? Installed it again, went to launch it. This doesn't exist. Download the game to play this. I'm like, I downloaded it twice, you piece of shit. Oh my God. So I never even got to launch the game because Microsoft is an absolute trash system with their store. Yeah. That's a bad system. Anyway, I'm so sorry I didn't get to actually play Fantasy Star Online 2, but I hear really good things about it. It's just I can't enjoy them. Please take us into some Rocket League so I can stop raging. (laughs) Let your blood pressure go down. (sighs) Uh, Rocket League on PC is going free to play soon. Um, it's going to be, (laughs) what? I just read the next line. Oh, it's going to be leaving steam and moving to the Epic store. Um, people who have already paid for the game will get free in-game stuff. Uh, they'll get all previously released DLC, 200 plus common items upgraded to legacy quality here. I don't know what any of this shit means. Golden Cosmos boost, DC Oro wheels and a Huntress player banner shrug uh and maybe some other stuff too there's no date but sometime this summer so that's fun sorry if you bought the game already <laughs> hmm. rocket league's one of those games that's really fun to watch not very fun for me to play <laughs> mm, I, I love watching people play who are good at it oh my god it's watching, incredible watching seth play because like yep. for a while it's all he was playing seth so and um, jake not not shirtless jake but uh other jake that duncan's jake they were both Duncan's Jake. God dang it. The man, Zach's friend, Jake. Oh, okay. I was like, I don't know. Because he was playing it and he was insane with it. But yeah, <laughs> him and Smurry and just watching people that are good at it play it is kind of incredible. It's very satisfying. And that's one of those things like I would pay money. I would pay per view <laughs> to, to watch a live event of the best teams in the world going at it in Rocket League. Yeah. I would have people over for that. Like, fuck. Like with the Overwatch League. Fuck competitive like Fortnite and PUBG. Who cares? How give me Rocket League. I still don't understand how that all works, but you know, that's just me and my plebeian mind, I guess. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to let you take the next one too, because it's your, uh, your forte, if you will. My fort, your forte uh, 90. Yeah. Uh, the outer worlds is getting new DLC. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> on, um, September 9th, this was confirmed during the Xbox event, and, but it was like supposed before then because the Outer Worlds Twitter posted a tweet. If fucking Google will let me click on the link. Nope. Let me read the tweet. I would do it, but I'm afraid everything would crash on me just that, because I have that luck with Twitter. That's fine. So the Outer Worlds Twitter tweeted on Monday, greetings employees of Halcyon. The board is pleased to announce that we have been able to acquire a portion of the Outer Worlds website. Feel free to take an additional five minute break today to visit the website. You've earned it because in the game, like the whole joke of the universe is that you work and work and work and work and you sleep for maybe a few hours every day and then you go back to work. So it's like that's the joke. And then when you went to the website before the Xbox event, um, it was just like a pop up that was basically like more is coming. Please wait. Super cool. So that has been it's something having to do with another like an alien race. I think. I don't know. It's very exciting. We can find a trailer for it and pop that in the show notes because I'm very excited. Um, So that's coming September 9th. And I think pre-orders might be available. 
I have a feeling that the DLC will only be... I should have looked this up beforehand, but I'm stupid. Um, I cannot seem to find a price yet, so maybe not. But I also learned that fucking Obsidian has Outer Worlds merch. Hello? That's the only present I want from now on is Outer Worlds merch. But, so I'm very excited. But capitalism. I know. <laughs> they don't even have that much stuff which i find very funny they have a couple t-shirts it's not like bungie or bethesda or bioware where it's like they miss the point of their own game and they're like here's a sweatshirt and a squeeze ball and a this and a that mm. it's like here's some shirts because people kept bothering us to make merchandise <laughs> that's fair that's it for that. Uh, moving on from there, Untitled Goose Game news. Untitled Goose Game is getting a physical release this fall for PS4 and Switch Yay. for $40. Um, I Am 8-Bit will also be selling a vinyl record of the soundtrack for $30. Pre-orders are open now for the vinyl and the PS4 and Switch versions of the game. Yep, on I Am 8-Bit's website. So which is really cool. I don't know what the soundtrack really sounds like, but like... I love Goose Game. Untitled Goose Game. I love Untitled Goose Game. I love <laughs> Ugg. No, it's just Goose Game. It's Goose Game. Um, and then you can have this one because you put this one in the notes. I'm going all, to because it... All on I, your own. Yeah. Guys, I, I did a thing me. all on my own. Yeah, Proxy uh, spooked me because I, I thought there was a ghost in my Google Docs. Today, Morgan sent me the message from whatever afterlife she's in and was like, hey, look, this happened. <laughs> And I was like, oh, oh. And at first, you know, my general, I'm, I'm generally pretty blah about most gaming news. It's like, oh, yeah, this was delayed again. Oh, yeah, there's rumor of this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Trying to find this the This is the first time is... that a rumor has actually made me excited. Yeah. G4TV tweeted a video showing what looks to be a large storage area filled with old props and set pieces from shows that used to air on G4TV with the message, we never stopped playing. The article uh, that I was reading about it, which was, I think, on this sci-fi something or other, mm -hmm. some sci-fi website. But they were um, getting into how, like, it seemed like they had stopped playing because G4 shut down 2014. Wow. That's so long ago. Yeah. Um, I believe uh, I watched a whole long-ass interview with Adam Sessler and Kevin Pereira mm -hmm. about what happened to G4. Because... You know, if G4 came around on cable television nowadays, it would be huge. It would be huge as long as they put what they aired also on YouTube. Right. If it was only cable and it wasn't available somewhere else later, it would tank. Right. Now it would have to be on a streaming service. Their yeah. big problem was their, their golden shows like Cheaters and Attack of the Show, X-Play, The Feed. like Cheaters? The one with the guy who would go to people's houses? Different. Okay, I was like, that doesn't sound... It might sound... just be called cheat. Okay, because that, was about like, that cheating, doesn't sound right. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no, not that one. Uh, it was a video game one where okay. they talked about video game cheats. That makes more sense. So, <laughs> But they had a handful of really, really good shows. Unfortunately, when it comes to advertising for television, when you're owned by a cable network, you, you need to make so much an ad rev. Yeah. And your ad rev is based on your demographic. Now, if your demographic is... 14 to 17 then the big players in the ad biz which is car companies and beer companies mm -hmm. 
cannot sell to your demographic. Yep. So in order to combat that, my understanding is that was why it, half the time you turn on G4, any hour of the day that wasn't like early afternoon, it was a cops rerun. Yeah. Is because they were trying to get the 18 to 35 demographic to watch the channel often enough so that the demographic would shift so they could get the ad rev from those big yeah. companies. And it's like the show, it sounded from the interview with, that was done with Adam Sessler that he was he was like, you know, what sucks is that just as our demographic finally hit that age, mm-hmm. G4 TV shut down. Yeah. And that was a lot of what had sparked Yeah Dude in the first place is wanting to replicate what X-Play was yeah. in the days of Adam Sessler and Morgan Webb and being able to do that, but more modern. Mm-hmm. But my God, their team of writers, the, the article was saying about how shows like Attack of the Show and X-Play really skirted the line of what was allowable on cable television. Yeah. And boy, did they look and watching some of the reruns. But at the very end of the trailer, we just get the year 2021, or we assume it's the year when that, something will happen. Right. I'm hoping that they're coming back. I'm hoping it's not their own streaming service, because even though I will pay Christ, for it. Like, I can't, you know. Honestly, I will. I'm not. Just because. I'm not strong enough. If they just, there's more money to be had by convincing Netflix to buy you mm-hmm. than to to be like we're going to do tv.com uh, so only time will tell in the meantime the website is entertaining i put a link to g4tv.com in our show notes yeah you go there and it has a bunch of like code like if you recall when uh, cyberpunk aired at e3 last year yep and it had a bunch of like code and it was like this looks cool doesn't it add some more code in there do you feel awesome yet and and then it was like, okay, just load the game. And it loads in a game of Pong. And you play Pong against the computer. And you have to get four points in order to progress. Yeah. So, and you can't lose once. Like, oh. the computer can't score a single point. You have to get four. Yeah. You get four. And then the zero four at the top that is your score turns into G4. And it brings you into uh, a page where it's like, Great. Now input your email address and we'll contact you with more information with our marketing department. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, let's be real. His name is Phil and he's very busy. <laughs> That's super cool. Um, but I, I thought that was interesting. So I signed up to the mailing list so I can hopefully know what the fuck is going on. Yeah. Because I have a very, in an era that is both centered around video games and nostalgia, you hit the gold mine when it comes to G4 TV for those that remember it. Right. It's nostalgic video games. And I feel like this is exactly the right time to say, hey, something is happening. Because what am I except depressed and bored? Mm-hmm. Want to remember all the crappy games from yesteryear and how depressed Adam Sessler was? Yeah. They'll probably have new hosts just because, you know, it's a new age. Adam Sessler, Morgan Webb have moved on to other things. Um, Attack Media is now, I think, under management by Kevin Pereira, who used to host Attack of the Show. Mm. And uh, why am I forgetting her name? Kevin Pereira, Morgan Webb. Beep boop. I don't, I don't know why her name is escaping me, but she's got a really good career now. Good for her. Mm, I'll remember it eventually. <laughs> anyway, that being said, thank you guys so much for 
listening to our long, long rambles this week. Yeah. Uh, if you want to check out the G4 TV website, the link to that is in the show description, show notes, whatever you want to call it. We have an Amazon affiliate link down there. If you click on it and you buy stuff, we get paid money. You don't pay extra. We just get a cut of it because we sent you there. Yeah. Also, check out our Discord if you're not already in it. I went and posted on the big screen earlier. Uh, not only Professor Layton and the Eternal Diva, the full movie Japanese dub linked on YouTube, but also the... Animal Crossing anime English dub full movie. Um, and I'm, just, I'm so ready to watch both of them, to be completely honest with you. Hell yeah. So, all that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. I'm going to go rest my voice and eat food or something. And uh, That sounds good. We will see you again next week with more video game news. And until then, happy gaming. See ya. This Week in Gaming is a production of WYDG Gaming Radio, a Yeah Dude company. Pre-production, show outline, and hot takes by Raw Zombie, Sarah Green. Edited, produced, and constantly derailed by Proxy Fox, Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is created and moderated by Zero Threat Morgan. To learn more about WYDG, Yeah Dude, our other podcasts, or to find us on social media, visit yadudegamers.com. 